discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is. That is why He told Abraham, He said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave Himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God Himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified. necessary concerning our lives Lord we declare that tonight you will bring us to the place of the reality we declare that tonight the strength of your word and your voice shall cause the cedars of Lebanon to split it shall part the fire it shall shake the wilderness that voice shall beat down the Assyrian. Your glorious voice shall be heard. 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 Father, receive all the praise. Do in our work, our midst, what you alone can do. Show yourself alive. Show yourself powerful. Even in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone here will shout hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. We are glad to be here. Uh, we know that God has a plan for you today. Who believes that there's a plan from God for your life? Amen. And I want to tell you that you are growing from glory to glory. Your life 
can never be diminished. I tell you, your life is going to get better. Praise the Lord. And tonight is a night that God has arranged for that encounter. Praise the Lord. The Bible says God sent a man. His name was John. He came as a witness. And a witness is he that evidences an opportunity. That means that the proof that Sakawa works is because of the witnesses. The proof that there is bad marriage is because of a punched face. So every time God sends you a witness, he is showing you that there is opportunity. A witness is an indication that there is a realm that exists that you are not aware of. And so today I pray that by the witness of Christ, the heavenly life will be made available to you in Jesus' name. And you must press in thereof. You must press in by all means. Because without pressing in, there is no guarantee. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Amen. So tell your neighbor that don't come alive when he starts prophesying. Because some people sleep when they hear, I see. Then they too begin to see. They say, today me and the pastor will see together. (laughs) Amen. Let's celebrate our father of the house, the bishop. Because of the wisdom of bishop, we are here. Can we celebrate Jesus? Amen. Praise the Lord. And let's also celebrate our dear pastor and his wife. I came with Pastor Elvis, Brother Malik, and Brother Sam from Accra. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Today I want to speak on something you probably know already, but I want to touch it from a different place. Uh, Amen. I'm speaking on repairing your faith. Repairing your faith. Repairing your faith. Some say repairing my faith. Say repairing my faith. That means that faith can be damaged. Do you know that faith can be spoiled? Faith faith can be destroyed. Faith can be damaged. And when faith is damaged, it's a dangerous thing. Let me say it. Faith crisis is higher than heart crisis. A faith failure is more dangerous than a heart failure. Hmm. A faith crisis is higher than a health crisis. Amen. Are you here? Are you sure? Okay. Now, why is faith so important? Now, imagine that you are born as a human being and you decide that you won't talk. You decide that you won't open your eyes. You decide that you won't walk. What will happen to you? Somebody said death. Uh huh. What will happen to you? You what? No, say it. Just feel free and say it. In church, we are not in class. Anything goes. <laughs> Everybody's ideas are powerful. Hallelujah. So you will notice that if you are a human being, you can't see, you can't hear, you can't speak, you can't go anywhere. They usually call you vegetable. 
Yes. Because you can't do anything. So though you are alive, you are, excuse me to say, they are calling you a plant. You are a vegetable. That's how a lot of Christians are in the spirit. They are spiritual vegetables. They are not speaking. They are not seeing. They are not hearing. They are walking. They are not walking. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, in the same regard, the strength of the physical realm is from the spiritual realm. The strength of this physical realm is from the spiritual realm. Do you know that this thing that was created did not come because somebody went to buy rubber and started melting it? The person drew it. Have you know that? They drew it on paper first. Then when they drew it on paper, they did calculations. That if you add a certain amount of voltage to this thing, and you cut the blade of the fan with a certain thickness and then you put it in the machine and you create certain holes in it it will give coolness to a place how do you know that if you don't do all of this thing you'll be like huh the Ghanaian mechanic who has been using pure water rubber to touch radiator have you seen what I'm talking about yeah. raise the Lord so why and how did this thing come about? Somebody thought about it. It was in somebody's mind. Who agrees to that? Somebody had to think about it and see it. And, and, and do calculations before he was able to make it. That means that though you are seeing this thing physically, it was produced in a realm that you couldn't see. What am I trying to tell you? This should even help you if you didn't get anything in the message. There is nothing you can produce physically that you have not produced in the spirit. If you've not produced first class in your spirit, it will never happen. Or you can be the best student, you will never get it. I'm telling you. If you've never seen that you can be first class, you will never have first class. There is no one, there is no one who got first class by mistake. Ask everyone who got first class, like you are the best student in your school, it was not by mistake. You see, falling is by mistake, standing is by choice. Nobody falls by choice. Ah, let me fall. I, nobody does that. You slip, that's why it's called slip, you didn't plan. But when you slip and fall down, you have to plan to stand. Are you understanding? I said what? You have to plan to what? So if there's anything that you should be intentional about, it is about your standing, not your falling. But Satan has tricked Christians to focus on their falling rather than their standing. So every day you wake up in the morning, you are thinking of the sins that you are, you, you don't think you can, you, can, you can stop. You are focusing on falling. So many Christians are planning to fall rather than planning to stay standing. Because that's what you keep thinking about. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? Why am I preaching on repairing your faith? You see, when I do this, what brought me down? If there was no gravity, what would happen? I'll float. Now, do I have to be a Christian for gravity to work? 
you have to also say, I don't believe that there's gravity. So because I don't believe, I'll start floating. So it is foolishness to say there's no Satan. Because whether you believe it or not, he is there. It is foolishness to say there's no God. Because whether you believe it or not, he is there. It is foolishness to say there's no faith. Because whether you believe it or not, it is there. Are you understanding? This one, I don't believe, I don't believe. It's a lie. You believe. You are deceiving yourself. You just want to ignore it. James chapter 2 said, You say you don't, you believe. You say you are doing well. Even devils believe. Even Satan is a believer. What are you talking about? That's what James chapter 2 says. He said, Even Satan also believes. So why must your faith be repaired? Now, in as much as I just jumped right now, there's another law that carries a plane to fly. It's called the law of aerodynamics. Now, that law is used for planes. So, gravity is what we see every day around us. But we might not see aerodynamics. What it means is that there are certain laws they are readily available. Other laws, you have to, you have to create something before you can benefit from it. Without a boat, you cannot enjoy the law of flotation. You will sink. It's the same water, but gravity will make you sink. But a boat will make you float. So there are some devices that will not let you enjoy some laws. That is why some habit is frustrating your faith. You don't have the right habit that will make faith work. So it's the same water. But if you enter without boat, you will sink. But when you put boat on it, you will float. In fact, your same body, they just have to add life jackets. Or balloon. And you will be floating. Something is assisting you not to be killed. It's the same with Christianity. So some people are like, faith does not work. We have believed, ah, it's not working. It's, a, it's true, it works. So you are just not using the right equipment. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Are you here? I, if, if you are very wise, eh, this is a message you don't sleep. Because faith is everything. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm telling you, faith is everything. Oh. Faith is what? The Bible says Romans chapter 4, that even grace will reign by faith. So there's a kind of, it, it is first of all by faith that it might be of grace. There's a kind of work that faith will cause grace to work in your life. So when faith is absent, grace will struggle. So what? When faith is absent, grace will struggle. So some of you can't enjoy grace when you are not. So you see some Christians, they are not building their faith, yet they say oh, we are in grace. It's a lie. You are deceiving yourself. If you are in grace, then you should be in faith. Can I repeat what I just said? If you are in grace, then you should be in faith. Because if your faith is faulty, even though grace is available, you will still not be in grace. You will not enjoy it. You need faith to enjoy grace. You need faith to enjoy righteousness. You need faith to enjoy peace. Everything in Christianity is by faith. Say by faith. Say by faith. I said say by faith. Hallelujah. So today we want to repair our faith. So when I say repair our faith, it means that I'm going to touch on some things that you think faith is. But it's not faith. 
And number two, I'm also going to tell you some things that you will do that will prevent you from struggling with your faith. Are we together? Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, faith is now the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. By it, the elders obtained a good report through faith. We understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are world seen were not made from things which do appear. Through faith, Abel offered a better sacrifice than his brother Cain. So he is telling you that there are some Christians, so they offered, he said by faith, Abel offered a better sacrifice, a more excellent sacrifice unto God by, than his brother Cain. We come to verse 5. By faith, Enoch walked with God, and he was not. Verse 7, sorry. And he was not. And before he was taken, he had this testimony. Then you see the story of Noah. Verse 5 is Enoch, sorry. Enoch is verse 5. Then verse 7 is Noah. So Noah built the ark by faith. By faith, Abraham left a land where he did not know he was sent. Everything anybody in the Bible did was by faith, through faith, by faith, through faith, by faith, through faith. That's why everything in Christianity is called the faith. Christianity is called the faith. So when you are shot in the faith, you will be shot in your Christianity. Every time you are behaving like an unbeliever, it implies unbeliever. It means you are losing your belief. The function of sin is the product of unbelief. Anytime you are tempted to sin, faith is being attacked. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. So your temptation is an issue of faith. Your temptation is an issue of faith. You are being tempted because your faith is also attacked. Hallelujah. Are we together? You have not gone home. Please listen to these things. Very important. So you can understand them. I'm breaking it. It's very simple for you so you get it. Your faith, when it is attacked, will open the door for your sin. So a man in faith will be a man who will not sin. Listen to what I'm saying. Very well. A man who is in faith will not easily sin. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art called and hath professed the good profession before many witnesses. But there's something that's very interesting. First Peter, First Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. This charge give I unto you, son Timothy, that thou mightest war a good warfare according to the prophecies which have gone before thee. Thou mightest war a good warfare. Next verse 19. Holding faith and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith. Have what? Do you have another version? Give me another version. Okay. Let's read it together. And keep your faith and a clear conscience. Some people. Now, do you know why he was saying what he was saying? You know why he said what he said? I'll show you something. Now, you see some people. When they become somebody's side chick, they don't have a problem with it. 
In fact, some of the side chicks will say that they are helping married women. Yes. Oh, yes. It's like they are helping the married men. Their wives can't do everything, so they are the ones. They are helping marriages. Yes. They are the enterprise of marital sustenance. Yes. Hallelujah. And you can see the person has conviction with what they are saying. You see that some pastors have begun to research and say that one man, one woman is not biblical. Because actually it's not like that in the Bible. Every Abraham had more than one woman and all the people. And you can see the conviction by which they are speaking. You know why? It is called the faith of your conscience. Faith affects conscience. What that means is that your conscience will never judge you if you believe your faith will determine the peace of your conscience that means that if you start feeding on the wrong information and build wrong faith your conscience will agree so your conscience is a student of your faith that's why people there are thieves who come and steal and pray before they come the father as we are going to protect us don't let the police catch us and they come to steal why the conscience has entered the place where their faith has been shaped oh wave your hands to jesus christ if you understand this thing eh, you can measure corruption before it ever takes over you because if you don't know this all of us here have the potential to be corrupted. Nobody is immune from corruption. Nobody is immune from side check. Nobody is immune from masturbation. Nobody is immune from pornography. That are for me. I've never really done that before. Since they born me, I have been a holy, 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 holy person. And very soon I'll be married. So I don't think that I will ever do such a thing. You'll be shocked. The day you wear a ring, that's where you start lasting. And mind you, anytime you last, you don't last. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say, as for me, I have never masturbated before. I don't know why people masturbate. What is that kind of thing? Master, what? Bait has a master. <laughs> wow. Masturbate. It is, you'll be shocked that it is in marriage you started. You'll be shocked. I'm telling you, you'll be shocked. Because you see, Paul said something in Romans chapter 7. I think from verse 12 down to 15. He said, I have realized that in my flesh dwells no good thing. You see this thing, eh? There is no day you will ever say you are immune to pornography. This time. I don't, it's like I'm preaching to angels. Eh? Can I preach to them? Can I preach? Some people think that I have matured, so now when I watch even pornography, it will not do anything. It's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. You know, you know, we are brothers and sisters of the Lord, and uh, we are all to the pure, all things are pure. Let the lady sit on my lap. Let her say, Why you sit on my lap? What will happen? Because they anointed you, so they can say, Did they say that anointed me so that a lady will sit on my lap? They anointed for that nonsense. So when you see that pastors are becoming extra strict and are being careful, it's not fear. 
in this our flesh there is nothing good so all the pastors who are sleeping with members we too we can do some because we have decided that our faith will not square our faith will be repaired our faith will be kept intact hallelujah amen like come have holy ghost and let a lady come and dance and be dancing and doing boom 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 like if you like speaking to us will you stop the bottles from shaking you will see it am i lying you will see it you will see that the bottles is in like so you can speak in tongues if you don't lift your eyes not here job said i have made a vow with my eyes Job 31. He said, I've made, I've made contract with my eyes. I'll not look at the lady two times. Job. In the days that people were wearing jalabia. Do you know jalabia? <laughs> and they wear maya fear, they'll cover their face, kum, 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 like this. He said, in those days, he didn't look at a woman two times. You know that the girls are showing their ties. You are spiritual. You can see. You have done well. <laughs> you fall you see so it is lack of knowledge that creates the problem the christianity god has given us it is not doing things so it is knowing things that's why paul said in ephesians chapter 1 verse 17 to 19 that god will grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened that you will know not that you will do so in christ if you don't know you will struggle to do so what you are struggling to do is a product of what you don't know. If you know, you will do it. If you know what prayer does, you will pray. If you know what fasting does, you will fast. Some of the men of God you see who are always comported, they are always under. It's like every time you come around them, there is peace. There is no stress. They never, they never walk in the flesh. Some of them is consistent fasting. I'm telling you. The moment you find this key, you know that, ah, you don't joke with your fasting life. You are in your house and all of a sudden Amelia's watcher is looking for you. It's like it's technology. From runabout to your house, the, the sense can work. I bought midnight watching You are in your room and like ah, man, I'm watching. I'm actually watching. It's like you are smelling watching at midnight. It, it doesn't dawn on you something is going on. So I want to show you some things eh, that repairs faith. Because Bible also says something very interesting. That there is something called faith in James chapter 2. He said there's something called faith that is without works. It is like the body without the spirit. But the faith without works is not works that makes faith. It is works that expresses faith for its strength. That means if you have faith and there is no works showing the faith you have, your faith will soon become doubt. If you say you have faith and so God has done it, why are you still begging God? That is faith without works. Oh, God has finished it. God has done it. Hallelujah. God has done it. Then after two minutes, oh, I, oh don't worry. I know saying, then after I go in, oh, God, please. Oh, oh, God, please. You don't have faith. You don't have faith. 
Oh, I'm rich. I'm working in wealth. I'm working in prosperity. As soon as I say, oh, we need to sow a seed. And we need five people to come and sow 500. They're like, ah, ah. You're telling me, who's your car? 500. So you are speaking faith, but your works is not adding up. So the lack of added up works would lead you back to doubt. Some of you after praying for you, do you feel the pain? No. Are you healed? Yes. Yet this is your face. When you say, I say, hey, Memuna, do you know Memuna? Hmm. Yes. Are you healed? Yes. Everything okay? Yes. Is that how a healed person goes back? When you were coming, you were in pain. Now they've healed you, you are free. Your face should change. Hallelujah! I can't feel it. What? Like, if once you are even sitting now, you'll be checking yourself. Whoa! That kind of operation, the sickness will never come back again. Everybody who squeezes their face like that, next Sunday, they will come back with pain. You don't even look like a healed person. Ah, you heal him. Now, go back to your seat. Like, like we worried you to heal you. It is faith without works. It is faith without Bra, you say now you have changed. This girl, you look for her again. What is her number on your phone doing? No, no, no. It's like one day you will call her very soon. Why? Why? If you have changed, delete the number. Why is she still on the phone? Oh, that's one some group that they do certain things. I am not joining them. That it's like I, I, I heard something in Ghana that apparently there's a group called Hookup. So now when you join the group, hello. And uh, my name is, um, yes, me to my name is. Let's not say hello plenty before we become Adam Four. So you just let's meet somewhere, do what we'll do. And you say, Oh Lord, from today, this is the last time I will ever, ever, I swear. Because I'm a girl no before. So Lord, forgive me my trespasses. It's my last day I'll ever do it. After all that, oh me and But this WhatsApp group is still on your phone. That is not faith that has works. Girl, Emiana, Asonano, Arenano, or your best friend, obey your thing. Oh, prophet, you don't know. So, so because he's my ex, he shouldn't be my friend, eh? Eh? I'm sorry, I'm master. Every time you do mass, you have to find X. It means your X must be missing. X shouldn't be around. It should be missing. It should be missing. Every proper mathematical equation, you must find X. Some of you are not finding X. You have already... No, 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 no. If you are in faith, there must be works to show it. If you are changed, then the way you used to go to club is the same way you used to come to church. That is the works of what you are saying you are now. All the bad, bad things I used to do, I do them no more. What you say? All the bad, bad drinks I used to drink, I drink them no more. And now, Lomo to Guinness, it is, it is total. Don't tell your friends, say, say, in society, a kakran kakra. Everybody say, everybody say, in kakra See, my feet must be repaired. 
I said, my faith must be repaired. Hallelujah. What am I trying to bring your mind to? If you don't let God repair your faith, you'll be very deceived that you have faith. I'm preaching this message because I've realized that one of the things that frustrates many Christians is that they think they have something, but they don't even know what that thing looks like when it is with them. So you have to ask yourself, number one, when I am in faith, how does my life look like? What does it look like to be a man of faith? Because if I cannot define what faith is in a man's life, then I will misappropriate and think when I have a good feeling, it is faith. Not as a way who of them be. Them in your faith. Akesha in your faith. So the fact that you have them does not mean you have faith. The fact that you have a good opinion about a decision is not faith. Who has had a good opinion about something and it was a disaster? At the exams, I'm more, I'm more, I'm more, I'm going to kill her. Oh, Mom said, <laughs> You see that? You are right here, sir. Somebody is now doing worship in church of Pentecost. Because what you prepared for is not what is on the paper. I, I swear to Listen to what I'm saying. So, if you don't understand what it means to be in faith, you always be thinking you have faith and you don't have. Today I will show you. It's good to learn this thing early in your life as a Christian. Because a lot of our parents, this is the mistake they do. They will not pray, they will not fast. But when trouble comes, I'm standing on faith. From where? Faith is not a magic that happens overnight. You... Hey! All of a sudden, your leg is spinning, you're like, Jesus, Jesus, they carry you to hospital. I'm standing on the word of God. Which word? <laughs> my mother is not well. My mother is sick. Pastor, pastor. My mother is not My mother is not sick. But I'm believing God. I'm standing on faith. Where? Where? When did you start? That you are now standing on faith. Because can I tell you something? Anybody who is in faith does not say I'm standing on faith. Anyone who believes does not say I'm believing. I wish you got that. Because I'm believing has made it ing. You have made it hope. Actually, saying I'm believing means I hope. I'm believing means it has not happened. It is going to happen. So it sounds like faith, but you are actually confessing hope. I'm believing God. Faith is, is done. I have already believed. So it has happened. But when you say I'm believing, it means it's yet to happen. So though you are still using the word believe, if it is not past tense or present, because faith is not will be, faith is so you think you are in faith but you are actually in hope that's why a lot of hope is dashed because that's not faith if I'm a man of faith and God says it will not rain I'll go out with my summer dress 
I don't go with an umbrella saying just in case. So all that your plan B attitude is not faith. They don't leave faith with plan B. Ah, who's my darling Amal? A lot of young boys and girls. You have three girls and boys in your life. You are dating brother A. But brother B is waiting. Sister, brother C is in the corner. To only boy because we are high. High. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just resting. Eh, oh, from a long day's work. Just, I'm just there. Oh, okay. I like to take you. Eh, where? Oh, anywhere you like. Okay, I'll think about it. Then you go to brother A. Can we go out somewhere? Oh, I don't have time for that. Eh. So you won't do anything for me. Eh. Hello, brother B. Eh, the outing that you say we should go. I'm ready. Let's go. Not just say, you have four people. Into bones there. Or Baba went to me in your single da. Or Bonu overlapping carpet. We say after two weeks. Hello. Now say. So I propose and is this two on the table? Okay, yes, or say I do. So you have never been single in your life. When one is going, one has replaced. That life is a life of faithlessness. You are not in faith. You are not in faith. I say you are not. And I'm not saying that that attitude is a measurement of it, but it tells you what your system has wired itself to be. That practice, you see, I'll show you today. That practice in the spirit, let me say it this way. When Paul said, all things are beneficial, but not all things are permissible. All things are beneficial, but not everything must be mastered, master you. What he was trying to say was that there is only one master you must have. So a coke drink mastering you is creating in your soul an opportunity for another master aside Jesus. So it looks very simple, like coke. But you mean me that without drinking coke? Are you good? And you're bonny. But we are training yourself to have an affinity. You see, addiction is not a sin. It is the object of the addiction that makes it sin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the way addiction is, it's a thing that comes on you. So that when the thing makes a request, you can't say no. And God should be the only one who has that power in your life. That means if God tells you go and pray and it is midnight, you can't say no. You leave your bed and go and stand somewhere. But the moment something takes over, you realize that every time you are dealing with an addiction, your affinity for God is compromised. Because something is taking your attention and your energy. That means that in the day, because I'm addicted to porn, I'm addicted to women, when I'm walking, that is what comes to me easily, without plan. And God should have been that person. You should be walking in the day and God should come to your mind easily, without fasting. When you are walking, that's an addiction to God. 
Every emotion you have was not a sin. It is what you are directing it to that's creating the problem. So when that thing is beginning to master you, you have to be smart. Something is taking over. And another thing will take over. Bibi says, you can't fasting, like I said. Your senses heighten. Number two, your brain is smart. Your brain can create the smell of your favorite meal. So even though the thing is not being cooked, you are smelling it. There is something operating in your head. And your perception be and you're wrong. But at the same time, sir, you will notice that amongst all the laws of amplification, it is when you are fasting that you want to shut yourself from food that food looks for you. So you don't have a problem with food till you fast. Then they start doing party. And even your neighbor and roommate who doesn't like sharing food, there is something going on. Idea is very shocking. Granny said, "Obi kro nimsa wo fastia onam kroa ote basim mu asign basu hum iswalo." And he doesn't go to anybody's window. Oka basim isa anu asign baba sister. Obi Tobia na mu ashere mu ashesro mu asanche yogurti na hum money be suggested to you say yogurt. If you buy it now, it will spoil. So buy it and save. Can I tell you something? The day you buy any meal to use to break at six o'clock, you will often break before six. Because your agreement to buy it at the time that was not breaking hour is indication you will violate the protocol of the entire six hours of fast. They are starting five one five o'clock. We are come to pay five to six to break the fast. They are starting five o'clock. Araba raba raba. Fuck out and nonsense. Araba raba raba raba. Raba 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 zaba. Araba raba raba. Araba raba 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 raba. Five fifteen. Wake wake up, bro, bro. What the battle fame? Araba raba 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 raba. Sibe raba 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 raba. You open the fridge, remove one coke like that. Araba raba 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 raba. Put it there. Whilst you should be looking at the Lord, fried egg, sausage is looking in front of you. Don't you think in a matter of five minutes, araba raba raba, you take the fork, araba raba raba. Ah, sausage, you have been yana, ambing, ambing. Sausage is not Are you not about who cook it? You are not asking ambing. By the time you take it, when you taste the sausage, a voice will say, We'll break it. Just break you have, that's it. You have break, break it now. Now I'll ask you a question. If that 15 minutes to six o'clock, a voice tells you to break, you think it's not a big deal, but it is a mastery that to attack the day of your full submission to God. That means that you are training yourself not to fully comply. And your system will always partially comply. Don't joke with the enemy. 
He is called systematizer. He knows how to create systems without you realizing you are already in the trap. So your brother will think that, ah, no girl can make me fall. And the Lord, and you are doing house to house, room to room. And as you are going, Holy Ghost said, don't go. You are like, Lord, what can she do? If the Lord be for me, who can be against me? If the Lord is on my side, whom shall I fear? You are quoting it back to the... No, is it Satan who will be by your side? The one who will be by your side, he's telling you, don't go. Then the day you get there, will he be by your side? Don't go. And you are now quoting that he must be by your side. You are on your own. That, that's something. So there are some things. You don't even have to know you are going to fall. The day you left your room and you heard the voice say, don't go. You should know the falling started that day. That's what I'm saying. A lot of you don't even know how to measure corruption when it starts. The day the thing, God said, don't go. Don't pick this call. You picked it. When you pick the call, every other conversation, sometimes you want to text your ex. You want to send hi. God said, don't. Don't. You should have even deleted the number. You didn't. When you send hi. Oh. Oh. There is no restriction. You will be shocked that the person you have recovered from, you are going back. Bishop has a remote control work of a car. Put him where you did. So I'm trying to bring your mind to something very powerful. That in the spirit, nothing must master you. Nothing must control you. That's what the NIV says. Ah, six verse twelve, eh? Ha, ha, ha. NIV. Next, 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 next. Go to first Corinthians six verse twelve. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, you repeated it here. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. Only God must master you. Only God must master you. So why am I saying that your faith must be repaired? Now, if I've said all these things I've said, a man who is in faith is a man who is in two places. The full will of God and the operations of the Spirit of God. When I enter faith, one of the things you can categorize about faith is I'm in the will of God and I'm operating from the Spirit. That means that if I am in faith, the Spirit is full and the will of God is accurate. I know what to say, I know where to be, that's only where faith can operate us. If I'm not in the will of God, I'm in trouble. Because that, that means that, you see, faith cannot come alive when you are outside the will of God. Because when Abraham went down to Egypt, in the story of Genesis chapter 13, in fact chapter 12, he went to lie that Sarah is not his wife, it's his sister. Because Sarah was a fine girl. She said, don't tell them you are my, my wife, say you are my sister. Because if I'm not careful, the way you are fine, they will come and kill me and marry you. So tell them you are my sister. They were able to trick their way into the palace, got some property and left. Then many years later, they wanted to sell land to Abraham. And he said, I will not take money from you. Before you say you made me rich. So the moment he entered faith, he was not going to agree to any deal. He said, God is giving me this land. I don't need any move. But when you are not in faith, when I have your plan B, 
plan C. No, what the bet are found. I just doubt about that. What the super bet, no soccer bet are found. And you see, you justify and say, say, you are tight. Say, you are using betting to tight. Do you understand know what it means? I like the way you are quiet. May the Lord deliver you from bet. Because I'm telling you that, look, there are some women here, they bet. You must know. Listen. Betting is a spirit. Betting is a spirit. There are two people who will never be rich. The one who won the lottery and the one who became rich by betting. It's a spirit. It tricks you to get what your spirit cannot keep. It is called money that is got by ill gates. It flies like a bird. Go and check history. The highest winning lottery, uh, well, the lottery winners, they are broke today. Because when money comes to you, it is supposed to be a picture of the process of growth that is in you. So if you are not, that's why somebody can be born in a rich house. And he can be driving car when you are in secondary school. But when we grow and we mature, we realize he gets into poverty. But you who started from a poor house, by the time you are all elderly, you now have seven houses. And that your friend who was born in prosperity has nothing. So when you become rich, train your children how to increase their money. Don't dash their money. School now quite now in woman, my one call. Won't the garin a d won't the beans need d but be not your national anthem won't be don't say, as for me, the way I suffered in my life, my children will not suffer. That's why they'll become fools and destroy all your property. The problem in Ghana is no business is able to stay after the next generation. Because Ghana for you take bread into Kolani, So when they come into money, they don't know how to handle it themselves. But the Jews don't do that. The Jews will tell you that when I die, my money is for the synagogue. So make your own money. It's not wickedness. Your child will learn to make it like this. Show your child one million dollars and say, This one, I made it. You to start. That's how it works. Otherwise, there will be a problem. There will be a problem. How many times have you heard the, the billionaires of the world, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, and their children too are working the same money? Because they came to see it. One day, Bill Gates went to a restaurant. He gave the waitress $50 tip, and the son gave $500 tip. He knew that there's a problem. And the richest said, why? You are the richest man? He said, yes, I'm the richest man, but I came from poverty. He is a richer man, but he came from wealth. That's why he's giving you 500. He didn't labor for it. I sweat, so I know what 50 means. That's why when they suck our money, because it was easy money, you blow it. Those money you don't spend, you blow. When it's better money, you blow. Because you put 50 Ghana, you get 5,000. You blow it. Nobody best to invest. Check. I bet. Mm. The way it's going, I'm going to bet. I'll win 5,000. Treasury bills. 2,000. It's a lie. Because the spirit that made you bet will say that 5,000 that you won. After winning 50, 5,000 can win 50,000. Then we to work. And then I'm lucky. The lucky number is 21. <laughs> You'll be shocked. You put all the five thousand and you will owe. This is what I know. I know I'm talking about. Sir. I have dealt with a case like that. The person owes over hundred thousand. He didn't just borrow money from his own company. I owe you. He went to collect from his friends. 
went to invest them, he went to bank to take loan to, to, to go and bet. Because he thought that once I bet 2,000, I will win 20k. So if I go and take a loan of 5k, I can win from 50k, I'll balance them. You see, it is the greatest foolishness of life. Because you are planning for money that's not in your hand. How can you say, talk like that? Oh, you go and collect somebody's 5,000. See, can you do What do you plan? May Jim and for 5,000. You say in the school fees, I go help him. So, one for the 2,000, not 3,000. So, you see, small boys, they are started hiding from people. Because you collect this one's 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, you go and put 10,000 in the bet. And when some social media is smart, Atletico versus Espanol, 3 1. Hey, I win now. Real Madrid versus Manchester, 2 1. Ah, I win now. Then Kotoko versus Hazakes. Where the normal match, where any big D, it will reverse then everything. And you know what the better says all the time? Minimum coming here, need two. My name three. And the next thing we say, I for redeem myself. So in trying to redeem, you go into extra debt. Now, Kolaketwa, you have seven sins. Because you can't keep that. Where my money day? Where my money day? You know the feedback. You don't like peace. Better a muscle in a house of peace than a royal dainty table in a house of war. I like the way a lot of you are quiet and thinking. So, oh, oh, you are looking in the spirit like, hey, Rade, may dream cast yourself. Money never works like that. Money works with labor. Money respects principle. Otherwise, it will always fly. It will always fly. It will always fly. And don't joke with yourself. Oh, the guy chopped 20k. Nice. Has he built a house yet? No. Because when he chops 20k, the spirit that made him invest will make him one day go and put his house on the line and he will lose everything. Real finance is not built on betting. You've not read history before. Like you understand why many athletes, after billions of dollars, they get broke. Betting. Betting and gambling. Manchester scored. Samuel Sekufos. Bayern Munich, 1999. And Joseph Kuo was hitting the floor. You know why? He has put his house on the line. That's as a soccer bet, then you understand. Say, if you win this match, my house. House versus house. That's how you saw him. I heard he had, he had gone to bet a house. So, off from San Officer, the team they lose in the Asian, a dime, a dime. So, when you're watching the match, and you see a Chelsea fan do, that's lost 2,000 pounds. A car, a bit. It's not passion that has lost money. Repairing your faith. Repairing your faith. Have you seen what you say? I love this scripture. You see, wealth from gambling, that's what? The Bible does not lie, you. The Bible does not what? Wealth from hard work grows. And hard work is not walantu walaza. Hard work simply means putting the effort. Your money will grow. Your money will grow. Just put in the effort. Your money will grow. Hallelujah. So then, if you have now seen who a man of faith looks like, a man who is in the will of God, and a man who is also walking in the Spirit. Walking what? Why can't you? Walking what? I said walking what? Now, how then does your faith get destroyed? 
Now, one of the scriptures that is so powerful, we read it one dimensional, but we have to read it in the other way also. It's Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Now, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Let's read together one to go. Can we do another version so we see what I'm talking about? Let's read together one to go. Did you hear this? Faith is proceeding. Faith is proceeding. Faith is not proceeded. Faith does not come from what is heard. It comes from what you are hearing. That means that if you hear this message and you wake up in the morning and go and hear the news, this faith you got has expired. Let me say it once. Faith expires. The faith you had in secondary school is gone. In fact, the faith you had last week is gone. Faith comes, not will come or came. Faith comes means is coming, is present. That means that if I don't position myself in such a way that anything I'm hearing is connected to what I heard, I keep fluctuating in faith. This is the reason why a lot of you say I'm in faith and it doesn't work. Because, ay, 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 ay. Can I show you this scripture? Second Peter chapter 2, verse 8. 2 Peter 2, verse 8. For the righteous man dwelling among them in what? Seeing and hearing. In what? In what? That means that after service, if I say I have faith, and we are walking to our room, and I say, Charlie, things are it's true, Charlie, things are Everything I heard in the service is gone. Because my present hearing will determine what I heard and the layer of faith that will be built. This is why the early church and the early Christians, even in the late 90s and early 2000s, they had something called in SU sharing. Sharing meant that after service ends, what did you learn? So that when we meet, we don't gossip. We rehear what we heard. But we cannot hear such a message and when we are going to Alima, bro, and then they are all night here, church, bro. But if you come, or you're very good. That's why you are working like that. You didn't discuss anything you heard. You'll be shocked when you wake up in the morning, you get bad news from your parents. We embezzle. You're like, ah, where is all the faith I had in the service? Faith comes by hearing. That's why at every given time, a message must be playing. You are reading Bible on your phone. Stop wasting your time on Instagram and Facebook. It's destroying your faith. Because you don't know that in the day of adversity, faith is not gained. Faith is measured. Proverbs 24 verse 10. In the day of trouble, when you fail, your strength is small. So when bad news comes to you, whether you are in faith or in doubt, it will expose it. And you hear people say, Hey, Jesus, what is happening? I build my faith, oh Lord. I build my faith. It's a lie. That's not the time to build faith. It is the time your faith that you build it in the time you're in peace. You see. So when they call you and they say, Hey, Lobarata. 
Bible says, when Job was told that his children had died, Job was told that his farm was burnt, Job was told that all his servants were killed, what did he say? Ah, I will bless the Lord all the days of my life. Blessed be the name of the Lord, for the Lord has given, the Lord has taken. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Then he told the wife, don't be foolish. He said, if the Lord gives to us and we're happy, if the Lord also takes, we shouldn't argue. That is a man of faith. He didn't go, Jesus, what have you done to me? Was He praised God for losing children. He praised God. This generation, I don't think we have faith too. No, no, this generation, we, one of the things this generation, that tells me we don't have faith, is we don't know how to handle bad news. This generation. We don't know how to, Somebody will miscarry a baby. Don't weep. God, you lied to me. You are allowed to say, you never lied to me. It's my chantro. Then you rather be threatening God. Lord, I swear, I won't worship you again. Keep threatening God. It's lack of faith. Do you read what Hebrews chapter 11 said from verse 35? Read it. Hebrews 11 35. This is what I said this generation will lack. We will receive their dead. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Next one, verse 36. Others had the trial of cruel mockings and scourgings. And moreover, you see, after I spoke about Samson, Moses, Abraham, he said others were beaten, others were scorched, others were imprisoned. Next, verse 37. Others were stoned, they were sown asunder, they were tempted, they were slain with the sword, they wandered as sheep. Uh -huh. Next, they were tormented, afflicted, the world was not, they wandered in deserts, in mountains, dens, and caves, and of the earth. Verse 39. These all. That means that they need faith. To be in the den. They need faith to be beaten. They need faith to be scourged. Sometimes you need faith to go through bad experience. Faith is not just miracle. Faith is also enduring bad situations. Faith is enduring the death of your mother. And you still not curse God and die. That's faith. Faith is being thrown into prison and you didn't deserve it. But you said, Lord... You give and you take. So I'm here. I don't have a problem. That's faith. And Jesus Christ said it to them. Do you know the apostles? New creation purpose. Do you know Apostle John? Put in Paul. All the things we are quoting by mama, mama. These people, they're experts. Expert. Peter. They went to prison. Is it you and I? With this, our nose that shakes like a. Eh? So what we call faith we will be disgraceful. You get to heaven and you say, John will come and stand by your side. I say, Bah, oh boy, half a. I say, half a. He said, What did you suffer? I said, Heartbreak. Boy, me, nyam, akuma, sir. Then he said, John wants to hear, nyam, what does nyam mean? He said, nyam, potter. So, what is potter? It's Hebrew. To mash. Then John said, Okay, let me tell you my story. You know me, they tried killing me, it didn't work. So, they boiled hot water. I entered, it didn't work. Then he said, After the hot water, they removed it and added oil. But the oil was deep fried. Can tell me why we tip. We go and check cauldron. Cauldron is not frying pan. It's not the buffalo type. This one is a deep bowl. And they dip you head. They dip you to like your whole head is inside the water, inside the oil. Nothing happened to his eyeballs. Nothing happened to his mouth. He came out of hot oil. Intact. He didn't scream. He didn't say, Jesus, deliver your servant. He entered normal. They told, then Daniel said, Ah, what are you guys saying? So we are telling him about how we suffered for the Lord. He says, That's all. He said, Ah, can you imagine? I was praying my prayer and they made me president of a nation. 
And these people say they want to put me in lions. I say, ah, oh, they can do anything they want. Say, come and see lion. Ah, oh, ah, ah. And the guy say, oh yeah, if I show you the lions, you'll be shocked. He said, those lions will hang you. And they were big. Because the Bible says when they threw his enemies inside, they didn't touch the ground. Do you know what it means to be eaten in the air? What type of jump did you jump? And how many? None of the human beings landed. So all the people and their families, the lions were, hey, you know when you are chewing one, one can fall. But they were hungry and enough to all jump. And everybody's finished before they all land. Whoa. I said, by the time they are, the lions are coming down, whether they are Air Jordan or Shaquille O'Neal, I don't know. When they are landing, his bones that are falling on the floor. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, master. What kind of technology was that? That tells you that the kind of lions that were in the den, they were not small boys. And I'm sure when they opened the den, even the wardens were scared. And Daniel said, oh, don't push me. I'll, I'll enter myself. Daniel just did this and enter. He said, we came to sleep. Came to sleep. He said, which one of you is softer? <laughs> Lie down. And the big lion will come, ka, 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 come to lie down. Then Daniel said, ah. Daniel didn't do all night prayer. You see the kind of nonsense we do all night for? If it was you. <laughs> you, you will look at the one and say, let brown move. Then you look at the other one there and say, brown, do you know the favors I did for you? Remember me. Then the girl said, I can't disobey my king. Then they'll push Daniel inside. Then Daniel will be hiding at no bounce it. Then Daniel is just watching the lion inside. Like, and then the lion Oh, I said, Jesus! The lion is yawning, but Daniel will be saying, Jesus. It is a waste of time. That tells you the kind of. Do you understand the type of dimension? Brothers and sisters. I don't think we have that faith we are I'm talking about it. That's what I'm saying that if you understand this message, you realize that something has happened to your faith and it must be repaired. Because if you don't take care in the day of trouble, you will think you have faith. I said, somebody's attacking with gun. And you say, ah, there's something like a gun on me. Then when you take the gun out, pure water. It's water, water person. It's water that's coming out. And because it looks like a real gun, you didn't know it didn't have bullets. It is water. I used to those movies that Ghanaian, one day I was watching a Ghanaian movie, my dear, and the guy removed a fake gun, and he didn't know. So I don't know whether they told him that he shouldn't press it, but he forgot himself. So I got it, hey, I rob you, I rob you, and you see, one day are using the dummy gun, it looks okay. Benson, you're going to say, pin in 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 pin in in pin in in The gun was singing. <laughs> Such a gun, do they used to rob? Imagine I've come to rob and you forgot the real gun, and you came and the thief said, hey, sit down. And he said, if you will, I'll shoot you, pin, pin in in pin in in in. You will laugh. That's what some of you, in the day of adversity, your gun is sound, it's blade. The sword of the spirit in your blade is not doing anything. The, the devil is laughing at you. So, child of God, what am I trying to say? Don't assume you have faith. Because one of the greatest disservice to your own spirit is the assumption you have faith. How am I saying what I'm saying? Faith expires. Faith is only energetic at the last word of God you embark. That's why you do yourself harm when the last time you heard the message is Sunday. It means by the time Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday came, it was not faith you were working in. You were operating in hope what is available. That's why when you hear a message on Sunday, Monday morning, you, you take 20 minutes of it, morning devotion. 
in the afternoon, 20 minutes, evening, Tuesday. So by the time another Sunday comes, you have listened to a message about five times. Faith will come alive. And at every listener, you are wiring it into your system. It becomes a subconscious thing. Even in the day you have to re-preach it, you'll be shocked how you are able to re-preach the same message in a different way. Faith has come alive. So a lot of us need to repair our faith. Say my faith shall be repaired. It is weak faith that makes you struggle to pray. When your faith is weak, ah, don't remember. A voice will tell you that why are you stressing yourself? This prayer cry, are you sure God will hear you? Then you see the next voice you hear is God will do what you will do. Usually God does what he will do. He doesn't stop this yourself. And you stop praying. So all you start doing is hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Then you sit down small. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is done. It is done. It's not done. After three minutes of prayer, when did it become done? You've not even prayed. You are saying it is done. Ah, when did you pray? You are saying it is done. You say that kind of prayer we pray. Lord, lift your hands. Lord, do a mighty miracle. After one minute, you are like, mm, Lord, it is done. It is done. It is done. It is done. Then you begin to look for scriptures. I walk in the finished work of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This is Thanksgiving. It's a lie. You don't enter Thanksgiving without the Holy Ghost. You see what he said? Do not be drunk with wine, for in his senses, but be being filled with the Holy Ghost. Speaking to yourself with some hymns and spiritual songs, making melody in your heart. So the melody is not you who is forcing it. The Holy Ghost has filled you when it comes alive. So you have not yet filled, and you have started saying, Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's done. It's done. After three minutes. That's how Jesus would die. If Jesus was praying those three minutes, three minutes, prayers, have you watched that thing before? Someone say, No, be here a crucifixion of Jesus Christ. What's this? It's not a real crucifixion, it was an action. It was a reenactment. And they tied the guy to a pole and he was walking. And one of the soldiers who was acting the place, so the town people were watching them, and one of the guys came from the back. Pow, 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 at the back. Then you see Jesus kicking the guy. <laughs> that's not scourging, that's belts. They were even using the wood to protect his life. Imagine the one that peels skin. The one that exposed cartilage. And the man never threw his leg. And much more, he didn't even pronounce it. Maybe it was you and I on the cross. I got for the Emperor and Tokwasa. So when they beat you, bam, 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 and you look at the guy who is beating you, bam, bam, bam. Do you remember those days when you had a class prefect and you write your name, double punishment? You say, I will get you. <laughs> that means that the day they make you class prefect, he has not talked. As soon as that, <laughs> double punishment, sweeping the class after class. That's when they are beating you as Ghanaian Jesus. You hang on the tree, pam, 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 and you look at the guy beating you. I can see. Tobo, I can see. Mesa review. Tobo, I can see. Ah, pay, 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 pay. I can see. Mesa Mesa has a review. Mo, and yes, she. Pay, pay, pay. Then they put you on the cross, and they put a laugh at you. Hmm, hmm. What a monster! Ah, sister, 
And when I appear to the disciples or the father, I'm coming to you. When I enter, I go see okay. Pine, pine, pine. Now, boy, hello. Oh, be sa asebi. The family. All the things I do, you will do it the rest of your life, and you're permanent. Who do pilot? Because that's what you will do. Because that's how painful it is when you are innocent and you expect people to know better. But Jesus endured all of that. So there are some things you can't go through and call it. You have, you have achieved faith. That kind of prayer does not produce faith. There's a prayer you pray, you realize that you are tired. Your body is not there, but you are still going. That's the one that produces it. And usually that type of prayer, it only starts after 30 minutes of prayer. If it's not here 30 minutes, it has not started. I usually don't give time because I speak in grace, but I'm telling you today in practice, it's usually after 30 minutes. And after 30 minutes, you realize that your brain stops thinking about time. That's when now you realize that after groaning 15, groaning 15, when you do the first one hour, now your system will adjust to 30, 30. So anytime you pray, when you break, you are trying to look around, 30 minutes is gone. But when you start, it's usually one minute, two minutes. It runs through. Especially when you should stop watch. Stop, stop watch. Hey, 30 seconds is long go. Have you ever known that 30 seconds is a long distance? That's actually a marathon. 30 seconds can be very long. Hey, 30 like, Is it 30 minutes or seconds? Seconds. Repair your faith. Repair your faith. So faith can expire. Can I tell you this? Faith can expire. Now, in the armor of God, there's something called the shield of faith. Romans chapter 6. From verse 16 and 17. Romans chapter 6. Oh, sorry. Ephesians 6. Not here. Sorry. Ephesians Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you are able to what? Oh, can we together want to go? Let's read it again. Last time. So he says, above all taking. That means that the shield of faith is not always with you. Can I say it again? Faith is not always available. Because even scripture says, take it. It means some of the days you don't have it. If you take your time to study the armor of God, when he came to the belt of truth, he said, put on, don't take it. It means it's on you. There are some parts of the armor you put on, you always have it. But there are others you take. Taking means you can drop it after you are done. That's why some Christians think that the way God delivered daddy, he will do so for mommy. It's a lie. The faith you needed for mommy might not be the same 
that you have for daddy. You have to up it, up the game. You have to increase your hearing. So sometimes when you are lacking in faith, you have to go and take the shield. And how do they take the shield of faith? So in those days, it was like a wooden board. And they tie something like a leather frame around it. The old school Roman time, their shield. So there's something like a leather thing they put around it. And what they do around this thing was that they put leather together with some stiff material around this leather strap like a belt. And they round it around the board or the frame of the shield. And they move it in layer upon layer upon layer. When they are done, they glue it. And after gluing it, your shield is always prepared. If you've watched those Roman movies, Gladiator, uh, those Asian movies, you'll notice that except for the, the shield of the Caesar, which is decorative in his throne room, there is the shield of the soldiers that are always not with them. They are sought, they carry to their room. So if you watch those movies, when they give alarm for war, the first thing the person comes out with is his belt and his sword and his armor, his breastplate, he wears it. His shield is not in the room, it's outside. Have you watched it before? They always take their shield outside their house, not inside the house. You know why? Because when they come out of the house, the shield is on the floor. But the floor has water on it. So they actually prepare, they soak their shield in water. Because what they do is that that leather thing on the board, when they put it in the wet floor, it begins to, by capillary action, it begins to absorb water into it. So when you now lift the shield, you know, and they shoot those arrows that have fire at the mouth, because the leather has water in it, you hear shh. So if the shield is not protected, though it has a covering, the absence of water will make the shield catch fire. And we know it is called the washing of water, which is the word of God in Ephesians chapter 5, 26. That means that faith is built by every day listening to the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing again in the morning, hearing again in the afternoon, hearing again in the evening till the battle shows up. So as long as the battle has not shown up, keep hearing. Because when you stop hearing, the battle will shake you. But when you are constantly hearing, when the battle comes, it can never move you. You are never scared. You don't have a double mind on the matter. You are very resolute on what God wants to do. Because you keep hearing. Because the moment you don't hear, your shield is dry. So you have faith alright about to catch fire. So those are the kind of faith it's like you have one attempt. Let's pray for mommy. Oh, the doctor has come. By the grace of God, mommy is fine. It's gone. Amen. The shield without water. Mommy will come home. Then after two days, something happens. She goes back to the hospital. Then you thought, because last time you prayed, and it happened within hours, you have come to use that same technique. You start praying again. Then now the doctors tell you it's worse. It's worse than before. Now mommy needs oxygen. Then you realize that, hey, I thought I had faith. Now you are beginning to fear. Your shield has caught fire. Fire has caught your shield. Because some of you think after this meeting, when you feel good, that's it. No. Hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. That's why as a child of God, don't have a folder of cools 
and blues and Benna boy and whiskey and have gospel it's a disgrace to even have a folder on your, your laptop called gospel everything there should be gospel not a folder oh. because the moment you start playing that music faith is being lost No, tell me, Is it equal to Halloween? B? And Christopher, you're mixing your mouth. Blood is blood. Cutlass is cutlass. It's only check that you mix a little bit of Satan, a little bit of. What is this? Is that how you feel to come? No, stop! I don't listen to some song. I enter a car, change the station. What is this? Then you enter, but yeah, the song is vulgar, profane. The, the, the reproductive organ of a woman in. And I'm listening to it. And I don't think that when I'm walking in town, I'll be looking at girls. I don't realize that. Because you see, also, faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. You see, when we say faith, we always think it's faith about the word of God and spiritual things. There's also faith for sin. Mm. There is faith for lust. There is faith for pornography. There is faith. That thing is called faith. That thing that comes to you that gives you energy. Do you know there's a faith that gives you an email address of pornographic sites? You can take your tablet and you've never. Something whisper to you, www. It's like it's an intelligence. The same way the Holy Ghost will tell you, don't do, walk here, ten years. It's the same way there's a spirit for sin. It will even tell you what to say for the girl to say, I like you. Oh yes. It's called faith. It's a faith. So everything you are hearing it produces a kind of faith. A faith for sin, a faith for disaster, a faith for error to come to. Praise the Lord. So today I ask you, faith are you building? What are you listening to? What are you getting into? Amen. I said, Amen. I said, Amen. Are you here? Repair your faith. Get back to the Word of God. Listen to it again. Audio Bible. Play it. Let your room hear the Word of God. When I was on campus, nobody slept in my room with another girl. It's a lie. No, I'm there. It's a lie. I'm there. It's a lie. My walls know the Holy Ghost. My room knows fire. They will know it. Because I know that walls have ears. You can con- when you enter a shrine or you enter a room that was once used as a shrine. You see, there are some houses here. If certain people have stayed there before, that's the same way when you enter some places that has the presence of God. The AC is not on, but you can feel coolness. There's something cool about the room, the presence of God. The presence of God has a coolness. Like, actually, is it? Do you know it's the Holy Ghost? It creates a coolness. The room is relaxing. You enter a pastor's office, the place is relaxed. It's the presence of God. It's the presence of God. There's something about my office. It's the presence of God. Somebody brought a child, and the child is uh, autistic. He said, Sir, my doctor, my son does not misbehave like. He said, When he enters offices, he misbehaves. But there's something about your room. And the boy was just sitting and looking around. He said, I said, he's looking at something. I said, yes, the angels of God are here. He said, he always misbehaves, but when he came to office, he has become calm. Coolness. Babies enter there and sleep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
He can be in your hostel room. He can be in your estate, your, your flat, whatever you have rented, wherever you stay. The Holy Ghost can be there. It comes by understanding, hearing and hearing. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Oh my Lord. My God is good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. See my faith shall be repaired. And it is repaired by consistent continuous listening to what blessed me. That means that every message that changed your life is a message you keep repeating to change your lives. That means that every if what I'm preaching will do something to you, then it means if you listen to it next week, it will move you beyond the last thing it did to you. Then it means if you listen to it after a month, it will carry you beyond. So it means that sometimes you are the regulator of your change of story. As much as you keep listening, it will because whilst I'm preaching here, probably you are tired. Your mind is somewhere. So you receive something. When you go and play it again, you are ready for it. What you received, when you add to it, it will move you from one to seven. Then when you listen to it after one month, that message I listened to, that really changed my way of prayer. It will now move you from seven to fifteen. So by the time you realize the same message, you see the problem is, we mix messages, so we never grow. That's why this generation of internet, you shall say, man, I remain, you will not go far. They don't grow like that. They don't work. Because I came to realize one thing. We can use the same tomato, onion, carrot, same jollof. But once it comes from a different kitchen, they have different tastes. Different tastes. Weird, but it's different. There's a flavor that's different. There's a flavor that's different from your mother's own. It's always different. It's always different. It's always different. So if you keep mixing it, you'll be at the same circle. Ah, this is nice. Ah, this one too is nice. Ah, this one too is nice. That's why when Bishop gives you pastors, he gives you pastors who resonate what he carries. So that you can grow at the same frequency the pastors are growing. That means that the speed by which you grow is the speed by which it grows. If he's growing the things Bishop is teaching, you too you grow in that same speed. That's how it works. Repair your faith. One last thing I'll show you so you repair your faith. See, I'm repairing my faith in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. See, I'm repairing my faith in the name of Jesus. Now, I'm going to say something that will worry you, educate you, disturb you, but it's necessary. Faith is not created. Faith is not per se created. Faith is accessible. What I mean by that is that faith does not create. Faith accesses what is already created. Faith does not create. Faith accesses what is already created. Why am I saying what I'm saying? Let's go to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. What did he say there? What did he say? Let's read together. One, two, go. Hebrews 11, 3. One, two, go. Faith. 
You have a different version. Let's read together. One to go. Hold it. Do you notice that many times the King James people mistaking frame for create? Nowhere did he say in Hebrews 11 that by faith the worlds were created. Faith does not create, it accesses. Why? Very much so. So that the things which are made were not made from things which are visible. Visible does not mean they don't exist. It means they exist, but we didn't see it. I'll give you an example. Once upon a time, when God was creating, what God did in creation was this. According to Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, 16, 17. Let's go there. Verse 16, actually. Colossians 1, 16. Yes, sir. Can you come? Come to Let's read back together. One to go. He's talking about Jesus Christ. All things were created and for him. ASV version. ASV. For in him. Let's, let's read ASV. So what it means is this that when God was creating, God created into a person. Follow what I'm going to say very well. It's a little technical, but follow it. God didn't create the heavens and the earth into space. God created heaven, earth, trees, animals into a person. For in him were all things created. Now, if you are a scientist, you understand that when you are creating your best work, you do it in a controlled environment. Because if you create it in an uncontrolled environment, you cannot guarantee the success. So usually in many experiments, you call it there's a control experiment. Jesus is the control of God's creation. So he created everything into him. Notice this. Genesis 1 says he created trees, animals, plants, all those things. But Genesis 2 verse 4. Genesis 2 verse 4. Go there. Genesis chapter 2, the verse number 4. Okay, verse 5. Wonderful. He's done with the generations. There was no what? Come on now. There was no what? Genesis 2 5. There was no what? No, read it from the start. Genesis 2 5. There was... How? So he's saying that God has created in the Genesis chapter 1 verse trees. And the shocking part is that he says there was no tree nor herb because there was also no man. But Genesis 1 27 says he has created man, male and female, in his image and likeness. So where were they hiding? 
So when God created the trees, it was in him. When God created the mountains, it was in him. When God created the lions, it was in him. That is why the Bible says, through faith, we understand that God framed the world from material which were not visible. So they were inside Christ, but they were there, just that they were not visible to our eyes. That's what Hebrews 11 says. It was in a realm which was not visible to us. <laughs> Look what he says. So that the things which were made were not made out of things which do appear. Because it was hidden in somebody. It was hidden in somebody. So the material, the tree, the house, the car, man, was hidden in Jesus. That is why faith is not creator. Faith is accessor. What that means is that faith responds to voice activation. That is why God, in his creation, called forth. Let there be trees. God didn't create trees. He called them forth. Why did he call them? Because they were hiding in somebody. So that is why, listen to this. That is why if you are trying to have faith for a healing, it never comes. Because what you are doing is this. You are calling for something you don't see already exists. So what does it mean? Lord, heal me. Lord, heal me. The way I'm acting is like God has not yet healed me. So I'm now begging him to ever heal me. That's not faith. Faith is Lord in Jesus. In him. Uh, oh, it's my forgiveness. In Him is my healing. So when I'm asking for healing by faith, Lord, by your stripes I'm healed. Because my healing is in Him. So just as God called the tree out of Christ, as He saw the tree in Christ, that's how I have to see my healing in Jesus. And say, Jesus, you have healed me of my cancer. Therefore, I walk in my, my healing. I walk in my deliverance. I walk cancer-free. Because I can see my healing already. So faith... That has to do a lot is the antithesis of its own definition. So faith is not doing something for God to do something. That is the opposite of faith. Faith is seeing what God has done and declaring it into existence. A lot of you think faith, you must do something. So Somebody will tell you, you need to have faith. You need to have faith. Usually, that's why you never get faith. Because faith is not trial. Faith is sight. What did he say in Hebrews 11? It's a scripture we got quoted already. Faith is what? The substance. What is hope? Romans chapter 8, verse 23, 24. He said, the things we hope for, when we see it, we don't hope for it again. So hope is something that is in the future. No, go, I think it's, it's, it's 24. What we are, we are saying by hope, hope that we see, 25. The hope that we see is not hope again. So hope is something that is in the future. We don't see it. Hope is a picture of what you are believing to happen. And he says faith is the substance of what you are believing to happen. That means faith is knowing that what you are believing to happen has happened. I must see what has already happened on my behalf. Then faith will begin to work. So anybody who gets first class didn't stumble into it. 
they saw themselves with their heart greeting the vice chancellor and every examination they wrote that was the picture before them that is faith it's not praying for god to make you a first class student because when you are praying for it, it means you've not yet seen it in the spirit as far as your eyes can see so what you can see you will never have if you don't see you'll be rich you'll never be rich if you don't see god will use you you'll never be used as far as your eyes can see if you don't see yourself free from your problem you will never be free from it because you see this is the reason why sir the solution to all our problem is looking on to because that is where your house is that is where your car is that is where your future is that is where your breakthrough is so Winneba branch looking onto jesus for your personal auditoriums looking onto jesus for your 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 lungs looking onto jesus for your scholarships if you don't see that the scholarship is already in jesus it's like you are now come to beg god give me it's not begging see 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 looking because in this person that you are looking at your house is there the bible says in colossians 1 verse 7 in ephesians 1 verse 7 in whom we have redemption of sins from sins even the forgiveness of sins in whom we have redemption through the blood even the forgiveness of sins so it is in him in him we live in him we move in him we have our being so anytime you are looking for something outside jesus you are going to frustrate yourself look at him that their house is inside him your car is inside him so every day you look at jesus every day you look unto jesus you know you're getting your healing i can see my car i can see my deliverance i can see my health so all i have to do is to turn my eyes of jesus i have to look at jesus my deliverance is always in jesus my peace is already in jesus my joy is already in jesus and i'm telling you you're going to see your testimony have you heard people being delivered from terminal sickness before and they say i kept seeing jesus's face it's not begging god i kept seeing jesus's face as I looked to Jesus, I was I was drawing. I was drawing. Everything I'm looking for is in Him. You know the shocking things are. There's a very interesting scripture that we quote all the time in Romans chapter four, verse twenty. Can we go there? Romans four twenty. And Abraham did not stagger the promises of God, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So sometimes when we quote this scripture, it's like you have to be strong in faith. But can you do the Y, Young's literal translation, YLT? See what YLT said about this scripture. I'll show you something very powerful today. YLT. You have it? You do have it. Okay, do you have the amplified classic? Or amplified classic? Now let's read it together. One to go. No belief and distrust made him waver. Concerning the. Oh, I can't hear you. Please say it well. Hold it. Who empowered him by faith? So it means that Abraham didn't look for strong faith. God put it on him. Look, you are trying to have faith by yourself, but be wise. The man said, Lord, help my faith by unbelief. That's why I said that that prayer, I need to have faith, I need to have it, is wrong. It's a wrong, that's the wrong premise of faith. It works. 
It is God who empowered Abraham to have stronger faith. You know how it happened. This is a scripture from Genesis chapter 17, verse 4. Look at it. In Genesis 17, 4. I want to show you. This is a great repair to your faith. Let's read together. I want to go. As for me, behold my covenant. My solemn pledge is with you, and you shall be the father of many nations. Verse 5. Father of a multitude. For I have made you a father of many nations. Verse 6. Hold it. Go back to verse 3. Then you see where this was happening. And Abraham and said to him. So in Genesis chapter 17, go to verse 2. See what verse 2 says. And, uh uh-huh. So Abraham fell on his face. Oh, go to, is it King James? Help me. King James helps me. I think Amplified Truth of a little bit. Uh Verse 3. And Abraham fell on his face and talked with him, saying, What it meant was that when Abraham was being told, I'll make you the father of many nations, it was not away from God. It was in the presence of God. Romans 4.17 says it. Romans 4.17. Go there. As it is written, I have made thee, remember he said that in verse 5, before whom he believed. Before where? So faith cannot come when you are not in front of. If you are not before Jesus. So this is Jesus. Looking unto Jesus is the only way faith is transmitted. Because look what he says. And I have made thee a father of many nations before him. So he is standing in front of him. That's what it means if you have another version. He was standing in front of him for that prophecy to come to pass. He said in the sight of God. So verse 3 said when God was telling him the things, he bowed in the sight of God. That's why whilst he was bowing in the sight of God, God poured strong faith on him. So sometimes you are trying to look for faith by doing many things. Just come and stay in his presence. He will pour stronger faith on you. Strong faith does not come from activities. Because how then do you give glory to God? You saw his majesty. As you are standing in front of God and you are worshipping. You are like, oh Lord my God. When I awesome wonder Consider all As I sing this song, eh, listen, I'm not looking at my problem. I'm not looking at my problem. I've knelt before God. It's only the face of God I can see. Something will happen to my heart. Fear will run away out of the door. Something come on my face. I will stand strong again. Because I'm before him. I'm before my maker. I'm before my maker. I'm before my maker. I'm before my maker. I'm before my king. That's why, listen, listen, listen. That's why when Satan makes you many activity oriented, 
you are praying, you are fasting, you are doing evangelism, but you are not spending time with God. It's just a matter of time. Your faith will become weak. That's why a lot of people go like, I've served God all my life. I've been in the church of God for a long time. Why is God not doing my miracle? You are doing a lot of works, but you are away from His presence. Matter, matter. You are careful for many things. So you are with evangelism. That's good. But God does not bless you because of faithfulness. He blesses you because of faith. And faithfulness is doing His work. But faith is spending time with Him. Mary has found that good thing. It will not be taken away from her. Come and sit at the Master's feet. Every morning you wake up, talk to the Lord. Lord, I look to you. I look to you. How did Peter walk on water? In Matthew chapter 14. If it is you, Lord, bid me come. And he said, come, it is I. Peter started walking. Why was he able to do it? He was looking at Jesus. You can't do much if you don't look at him. You will sink if you stop looking at him. You will drown if you stop looking to Jesus. Look at him. As Peter was looking at Jesus, he was walking. But Bible said he turned his eyes and started looking at the wind. So he started to sink. And he shouted, Lord, save me. And the Lord immediately pulled him out of the water. Who are you looking to today? Can I shock you today? A lot of you are even looking to yourself. Some of you feel I've prayed enough, so God must hear me. No, that is not strong faith. That is the faith of that man who said, I believe, Lord, but help my own belief. Because sometimes the situation makes you realize that your faith is not enough. You need Him to give it to you. Peter didn't pray, he was in a boat. Jesus prayed for Peter. And Peter enjoyed the one who has done all night. The anointing was bringing to walk on water. It's time to begin to look at him. Stop trying. If I do seven days fasting, my faith will come alive. It's not true. Your faith comes alive when you spend time with the one who is called the author of faith. Jesus is the author of faith, not fasting. Jesus is the author of faith, not prayers. Jesus is the author of faith, not evangelism. So you can do evangelism and you will not contact faith. Spend time with the author and faith will come knocking. Faith will find you. Faith will be easy. Faith will be available. Lift your hands to Thank you, sir. to sing the song of revelation if you really mean the song again you are wasting your time you are thinking too much you don't believe what you are saying
that a lot of you uh, come down. You are interested in protecting your image in front of near men. So you don't want to cheat on the boyfriend you have. You don't want to cheat on the girlfriend you have. Or you keep cheating on God. You don't want to disappoint your boyfriend. Sometimes if he asks useless or reasonable things, you will do it. But the Lord, He doesn't mean ask useless things. The things He asks you to do, it benefits your own self. And I've disobeyed many times. No wonder He said, You love me, you obey my commands. If you really, really love God, I hear stories of pastors who do all sorts of things with their members. I'm like, do they feel like their pro- no, their problems members have that you even need more hours and fastings to increase power? While you are diffusing it on somebody's waist. Oh no, no. You don't fear God. You don't fear God. Let's know what I'm going to tell you. Faith is repaired very easily. But the way it is repaired, your flesh usually doesn't realize that your faith is sick. I said to you, if you are in faith, waking up to pray is easy. It is faithlessness that makes you wake up and say, today I don't feel like praying. You don't understand what it means. Because prayer is the ventilation of the spirit. So as long as you're not pray, praying, your, your spirit is clogged. Something is wrong. So the first indication to know you're under attack is when your prayer life is going low. Something is happening. When I say prayer life is going, I'm not talking of not praying. I'm talking of when you are praying, it is it's viscous. It is frictional. Like, it's not easy. There's something has started. It's called corruption. And that corruption begins. God showed me how to discover corruption. It begins from the things you spend your hours the most on. I was preaching this evening when I came from my trip at our meeting tonight. And I told them something very interesting. Malachi chapter 1 says that, verse 8, he said, you bring me a blind goat. You bring me a lame sheep. He said, my problem is not that though. But look what he said. If you offer blind sacrifice, is it not evil? If you bring a lame and sick, is it not evil? He said, offer it now to your governor. That means that if your MP is coming and you want to give him a goat, you give him a goat that is sick. You go and look for your best goat. If goat is blind, do we eat his eyes? But even that one, you don't give. So the issue is not the blindness of the goat. The issue is that when a human being is coming to visit you, that's important. You will not give them sickly things. You see people change nice notes and go and spray at wedding. But they bring dirty notes to church. So the issue is that God is not God has, God has a problem because if you don't give good that is blind to your boss and you bring it to him. If God is having a problem, the problem will be that if you will give me a blind goat, give it to your boss too. But the moment you give a blind one to me, 
and a healthy one to your boss, it means you have made your boss my replacement. That's where God has a problem with you. You should buy your best clothes for an outing and you bring any dress to church and tell us, I don't have dress for church. That's where God has a problem. If you don't have dress at all and you come to church, God has no problem. But you have a dress you have preserved for parties. But there's one you say, I'm sorry, they're slippers. But you have sneakers and nice sneakers for, for, for chilling. That's what God will fight you. I don't get dressed for church. But you get dressed for party. That's what God will fight you. Because you can spend money on a new Timbaland boot. But you can't buy a simple 150 Ghana loafer for service. That's where God will have a problem with you. That's where you begin to realize your faith is going low and corruption is entering your heart. If there's a party, you want to go and help them organize it. You call them, hello, how far? You get drink. You get sound. DJ come. You are, you are inspecting everything. So everything was everything set. Or oh, I will come early, make you set things right. But you've never come to church to lift a bench or a single chair before for service to look okay. That's where God has a problem. You see, if you look at the story here, God's only problem is offer the same to your governor. If you do that, then I will be okay with a blind goat. That means if nobody on earth will get your best, then I'm okay. But if somebody is getting your best and you are giving me leftover, God has a problem. When you fall, we are saying now we use God to use you to I everybody has used me in life except God. Father Uja has used you. Father Hua has used you. Shambu has used you. Bulldog has used you. Lucifer has used you. Cemetery has used you. Everybody has used you. God. Only God. Even God. You see, they use you and they depleted you. God uses you and increases you. And He's the one you are avoiding. That's the where God has a problem. But now, Johnny Joe, a girl will call you at midnight. I can't sleep. I feel suffocated. So, what should I do? I wish I had company. And you are at Kaswa. You take car to Nsawa. In the midnight. Hello. You can't sleep. I'm here. I'm here. But you have never woken up at dawn to pray. That's where God has a problem. When we were on campus in tech, a guy was macheted by some people. Because those times they used to go and enjoy there, 12 to 5. He was talking to a girl. Come on here, there, man, you for And walk out of the school, independence of going to the football field. As he was going, somebody was tapping his shoulder. I said, Oh, oh, oh. And he said, Who is that? So, and then, maybe not that dear Bobo. I didn't can't hear Bobo, Bobo, my baby. According to the country, the channel, but because he was lost in the conversation, he was telling the girl on the phone that it's not some guy using cutlass to touch my shoulder. He's lost. When was the last time you got lost for the sake of the gospel? That's where God has a problem with you. And when I say God has a problem, I'm not saying he hates you, but I'm saying that's why God is asking. And so don't I deserve the best? See this man here. I didn't waste my life and I was waste my time and my life and come and serve God last minute. I gave God my best early. I won't enjoy the world. What is in the world? Sometimes I see young boys and you are feeling good. Yo, 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 yo. I rap, yeah, rap with that. Dance, yeah, dance. I'm telling you. It's just that you see, 
it is I learned early that thing makes you depressed. You know why boys drink? It's like what Proverbs said. I will go and seek it yet another day. There's a way a party makes you happy. When the party ends, you are sad. But there's something called joy unspeakable. There's no party, but you are happy. There's no money in your pocket. When you wake up in the morning, you say, I'm happy, but I don't know why. That's what we call joy. Any happiness without explanation is called joy. What kind of party must you use substance to enter height? Either smoke, punch, concoction before you feel good. And the painful part is that when it wears out, you feel bad. And there's a joy in the Holy Ghost. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of God. There's a kind of joy when I enter church and I see your face, I'm just happy. I don't know why. And I've not smoked anything. I have not drank any alcohol. Your face is enough for my heart. I want to see your face. I can't wait to be in church. That kind of joy. And this one also, the effect is so strong that after the whole week, I can't wait for Sunday. It's, I'm, I, I, it's, it's, I'm, it's there. It, it, has, it has not come in me and but it's no, it's there. You play basketball for friends. Then those days you go to aviation social center. You are wearing your Timberland. You are wearing your baggy jeans. And you are wearing your Scarface t-shirt. And it's long like this to your knee. Now what I say? Now what Bob Bandana? What Betty say? If it's a Sakata, look at this man. I can be number one. It's just a waste of useless time. But I've tasted it for a realize that. Thou sit down and enjoy the Lord and say, Adam, I'll show you something. I mean, the realm where you are standing there, light is off, and he said, Touch the TV. You touch it and the TV comes on. This is higher than any we use. This one. The power of God. But unfortunately, a lot of us here, we are mixing it so God's power cannot be wrong. How can you be having a daddy and me? But Jimmy let her come out of our laptop. Who we are having a first? You are singing, see the way you know. How would the power be wrong? St. Patrick of Ireland, a boy screamed after the mother had come to him that snake has bitten this boy. He went and he said, where did the snake go? He stood in the bush. The man stretched his hand and by prayer, the snake came to that spot. He held the snake by the head and cursed the snake and cursed every snake in Ireland. Since that day, snakes struggled to stay in the Republic of Ireland because of a man's word. It's called power. This one, they don't use it to do party. This is the one when you hear, you lock yourself in the room. And say, Father, something must happen before I leave this place. Something must shift. No, 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 no. I can't live this life anyhow. Too many boys are useful. Because here in Winneba, people travel from Accra to come for Sakawa power. You need power.
Listen to this. I want you to pray this prayer with all your heart. Are you listening? Are you going to pray the prayer? The prayer I want to pray is that, Father, wherever my faith needs a repair, the Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse 6, without faith, it is impossible to please God. That means that if there's no faith, nothing will work. It can't work if there's no faith. And God is not at fault. So today you want to lift your voice and pray that, Father, wherever my faith needs a repair, help me. I want you to pray with seriousness. I want you to pray with seriousness. Pray, pray, pray. Pray. Kado kataskaba. Together, Simon, 
Simon 31, 31, not 31. And the Lord said, What? Simon, Simon, behold, Satan. Can we read it together, please? Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. 32. But I have that your let's read together. I have what prayed for that your what that your faith fail not. Why was he saying that your faith fail not? Simon had decided to use his own strength. He said, I will not let you die. I he said, Simon, Satan has decided to sift you because you use your own strength, you have become prey for the devil. And using your own strength is what makes your faith to fail. Some of you think that your faith is working because you have been living good for one month. Some of you feel your faith is working because for one month you have not touched a girl. For one month, two months, you have not drunk alcohol. So your faith, God will do you good. That is failure of faith. Why? Galatians 2.20 says what? I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live the life I now live. I live in the flesh. I live by what? The faith of the Son. Not the faith of Adam. Not my faith. The faith of the Son of God. That means that my faith is in his faith. Can you say after me? My faith is in the faith of Jesus. That means that my faith is in what Jesus says is done. I'm not trying anything new. I just believe what he says is true. That's all. We are lifting up our voice again to pray. That Father, let not my faith fail. Because I trust in my goodness. I trust in the family I come from. My mother is a pastor. My father is an elder. So because of that, things will work in my life. I'm a virgin, so I'll get a good marriage. That is faith in yourself. It will fail. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So you are going to lift up our voice to pray. That Father, that my faith does not fail. My faith is not rested in the wisdom of men, but must rest in the power of Christ. First Timothy, First Corinthians chapter 2, Paul said it, that your faith will not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of Christ. Verse 5. So we are lifting up our voice right now in Jesus' name. Oh, that our faith will not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. We are praying in the name of Jesus. Father, let my faith not fail. Let my faith not fail. Every faith that is in my flesh, every faith that is in my goodness, every faith that is in my rightness, every faith that is in my position, in my family, where I was born from, today as I lift my voice, I declare my faith will not fail. My faith will not fail. Lift your voice and Pelican, 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 Pelican,
Before the Lord, everybody be quiet. The Holy Spirit is moving in our midst. Like Abraham before the Father, that caused him to receive strong faith. God is going to empower somebody to receive that strong faith. I tell you, just eyes closed. Don't, don't look at me, just look to the Lord. Help him. Somebody's receiving strong faith. The Holy Ghost says, Let me move. You'll be surprised. You perhaps have never felt the touch of God before. You have perhaps never fallen under the power of the Holy Ghost before. Today is your day of the tangible presence of the Lord. Precious Holy Spirit. From the front to the back just like Abraham was before you and received strong faith God is pouring strong faith look at that look at that that's it that's it my dear that's it strong faith Woo. That's it. That's it. It's a reconstruction of your soul. That's it. That's it. It cannot be explained. Whoosh. 
That's it. That's it. All over the place. Strong faith. You will not stagger again. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.